I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back to Pod TST. This is Kenneth Arthur. And today I am talking about the LA Rams First selection of the 2021 NFL draft. Consider this a little pod TSD quick hitter. And we are going to be talking about Tutu Atwell, the wide receiver out of Louisville, who the Rams have selected with the 57th overall pick, the same pick they used on Van Jefferson out of Florida, another wide receiver just one year ago. For that reason and a number of other reasons, whether it was because the Rams had an apparent need at center or along the offensive line to perhaps allow Austin Corbett to move to center, or whether it was a linebacker who could help transform some talent on the defense where the Rams haven't had a lot of, or at least haven't invested a ton into the inside linebacker positions. So people might've been expecting something else, but I do think that the two, two at well pick by the Rams in the second round was somewhat not predictable, but on brand in hindsight, just moments before the pick was made, it did occur to me that the Rams have some work to do here after acquiring Matthew Stafford, who is a much different quarterback than Jared Goff. So I, it suddenly, it just hit me. Of course, the Rams are going to probably want to put some pieces around Matthew Stafford that are more attuned to what they want to do on offense. And while it might seem like the Rams have invested a lot around the quarterback position in recent years and recent drafts, which is true, Jared Goff was, again, a different quarterback than Matthew Stafford. So when the Rams extended Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, they had Jared Goff. When the Rams drafted Van Jefferson, they had Jared Goff, and their belief was that they had Jared Goff. There was no sign at the time that they were going to trade for Matthew Stafford. So they had to do something that might work more towards the offense that they're going to be running with Matthew Stafford. So what did they do this year after acquiring Matthew Stafford? They signed to Deshaun Jackson to a higher contract value than most people expected given that Deshaun Jackson will be 35 this year and he's missed 24 of the last 32 games but now they've also drafted Tutu Atwell who was called by coaches Deshaun Jackson Jr. so it was pretty obvious that Deshaun Jackson hardly even has a present let alone a future with the Rams and he was so important to them that they committed four to six million dollars to Deshaun Jackson who is simply a player who is capable of doing things on the field that Sean McKay feels he wants to have a receiver who can do clearly to the point of it being so important to McVay he must feel that having a fast receiver who can change the way that defenses prepare for him on offense by taking the quote unquote top off, you know, as people like to say, but it was so important for Sean McVay to get a player who is fast at like a Brandon cooks, uh, somebody that was able to 
take the Rams from where they were as a 22nd ranked scoring team in 2020 to when they were first and second ranked in Sean McVay's two, two first two seasons. And so Matthew Stafford is going to be one major part of that, one major component of that. But the selection of Tutu Atwell, while it is considered a reach by some, I think this is uh, obviously Sean McVay saying that Tutu Atwell is a much better prospect than, say, someone like Anthony Schwartz. Uh, and he did not feel that by waiting until their next pick at pick 88, which as I record this, they haven't made it yet. So I don't know who that's going to be, but clearly he felt that there wasn't another receiver in the draft who he thought would be on the board. And you can say less need, of course, uh, from his home, uh, thought that this was it. If they didn't take Tutu Atwell, they didn't think that Tutu Atwell was going to be available at 88. And they didn't think that a Tutu Atwell consolation prize was going to be available at 88. And if they couldn't find a trade partner that was going to work within that range where they could still feel like they got the player that they wanted, which I understand again, this happens every year with almost every team. They don't draft the player that the fans want. I don't know if any teams out there are drafting the players or the positions that the fans want. I think it's pretty much a consensus that teams don't draft like uh, as expected, I'm not saying this is necessarily true in all cases. You could probably find some examples where that's not the case, but it's not really unexpected to see the Rams go in this direction, whether that's because like, as I said, they, you can't find certain players in free agency readily available easily. Uh, Players like Tutu Atwell. I mean, if Tutu Atwell was a free agent, you know, there would be, a lot of competition. Now, this is also sort of a weaker draft class and wide receiver being the deepest position. This was still, I don't even know, but the 10th or 11th wide receiver drafted. That's just off the top of my head. I might be only eighth or ninth, but uh, it was a deep wide receiver class where you could say there were 15 or 16 guys who in, in an imaginary, you know, in their best setting, their highlight reels, you know, the things, the only the things that you could watch and not necessarily all of the things that they don't do well. Uh, this, th- there were a lot of guys that could make you believe they have star potential in the NFL. And looking at the last few years in the NFL draft, it's hard to deny that that's probably true, that some of these guys drafted on day two are going to be stars just as Terry McLaurin or DK Metcalf or Debo Samuel or uh, uh, Chase Claypool. Uh, There's one that I know is like a big one that's just like not coming. A.J. Brown. You know, there's there's so many examples of this happening. And if you thought that you could predict it on draft day, I, I would vehemently disagree that people were, you know, wrong about a lot of these players for months between the drafts and training camp or training camp in their, in their rookie seasons or their second seasons. You know, there were people who were wrong left and right. I mean, Justin Jefferson was the fifth wide receiver off of the board last year after Jalen Rieger. So it's it's so unclear at the time. And we can't really say at this point, but, you know, for Tutu Atwell, at 155 pounds, so just to quickly discuss the player, the prospect, that's what you really want to know anyway. But Tutu Atwell, coming out of high school uh, in 2018, was only a three-star prospect, but he was 26th at his position in the nation at wide receiver. He committed to Louisville over offers from Florida Atlantic, Florida International, Illinois, and Marshall. 
you know, not the big schools, three-star receiver because 5'9", 158 pounds when he's listed on rivals. He's not even listed at 158 pounds now. He's listed at more like 155, 152 pounds now. So, yes, the lightest player, according to Twitter, the lightest wide receiver drafted into the NFL since 1999. Now, you can look at that and say that's a bad sign. Why this guy is the, the lightest of all time. Or you can look at it and go, if this guy was good enough to get drafted, projected in the third round or the fourth round, even if he was projected, everybody can then, can everybody agree? Every analyst, every scout, every expert, every writer, every critic, every skeptic, can everybody agree that even if you said that Tutu Atwell was going to get drafted in the sixth round, you're amazed, aren't you? There was a 153-pound guy who had a draftable grade now again it's a it's a lighter talent pool and maybe that's also playing a factor here uh into tutu atwell's draftability uh and you know critics uh, and skeptics of the pick are allowed to have their day in court you know i i can't say that tutu atwell is going to work in the nfl any better than anyone could have predicted john ross to work out in the nfl or Tavon austin you know it, it's not necessarily true that players of that ilk will be unsuccessful when we know that there are players like Tyreek Hill or any, and look, Tyreek Hill is a one of a kind. I don't think that the people should be looking for the next Tyreek Hill. It's just not really the game plan. You know, George Kittle is a one of a kind. Some of these guys, you know, it's just not like they come around and your only real hope is that when you draft a two, two at that he is one of a kind that he's a two, two at And that's what the Rams are hoping for. And they believe that with their system, uh, Tutu Atwell is going to get a ton of opportunities. He ran a four, three, two, 40 yard dash at his pro day. Uh, he didn't show up here on the, uh, college uh reference website for some reason oh there he is uh and they they don't have to list all the same numbers but a reported 432 would have been the third fastest behind anthony schwartz as i previously mentioned and ron dale moore uh who was also drafted in the second round those guys are really young, 20 years old tutu atwell 21 years old this is also important because last year they drafted van jefferson he was 24 years old he was the oldest wide receiver in the draft. So the Rams actually do get younger at the position. I don't want to, you know, discount Van Jefferson or take Van Jefferson out of the equation for the Rams. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. He is a part of the plan, but he is also like Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. I mean, Van Jefferson and and Robert Woods are like perfect comps 
for each other. So it's not necessarily any truth to the fact that just because by name, by position only, wide receiver, you say, well, Tutu Atwell and Van Jefferson, they they took these guys in and, and two years in a row. I mean, to me, that's like saying that the Rams shouldn't draft a tackle because they have three starting guards. You know, we have to be able to separate in our heads the differences between wide receivers no differently than we separate in our head the differences between offensive linemen and defensive linemen. Okay, a player like Tutu Atwell, who, uh, according to PFF, was the most productive slot receiver in college football over the last three years, um, is a player who is playing a different position. I mean, when you're talking about a player who's 5'8", 152 pounds, and is the lightest player to, to be drafted as a wide receiver and, and that he's unique and all this kind of stuff, then why are we even referring to the fact that the Rams drafted a wide receiver? You know that he's going to take handoffs in Sean McVay's offense, right? Like he's going to be a player who does a lot of different things. And I think that it's going to be surprising to people uh, how effective those things could be. Uh, again, he could be uh, a dud. He could be dud at well. And, uh, that wouldn't suit me well when I'm trying to talk him up right now. But then again, you know, people aren't ever going to listen to this and clip this and bring it back or anything like that. Uh, I'll just give a little bit of a story here from the Miami Herald where the story is Northwestern's Tutu Atwell completes journey from too small QB to NFL as second round pick. I like to give some story backgrounds on these prospects, on these draftees. So uh, even though it's not my writing, this is the wonderful writing of David Wilson. I wanted to give a little bit of a story. This says that less than four years ago, Tutu Atwell was an undersized championship winning quarterback for Miami Northwestern. And now he's an NFL wide receiver headed to the Rams in the second round of the draft. The Rams selected Atwell with the 25th pick of the second round on Friday, completing the five foot nine, 149 pound receivers improbable path from too small to play good college quarterback to second day NFL draft pick. So right there, you get some background on why Tutu Atwell was a uh, player who had a three-star rating and coming out of high school, he was a quarterback. So you're getting a little bit of story here about why the, he was overlooked as a uh, prospect Tutu Atwell as a wide receiver prospect or a running back prospect. Maybe he does get bigger offers, right? So if they're, if they're looking at him in that way, I love that. I love that whenever I can find out why a guy was under recruited. And if it, to me, if it feels like a reason that's not bad, uh, you know, that's not like, or, you know, it doesn't like, like he was not that good of a player or I love it when it's just for some reason that this prospect, because rivals and scouts and two, four, seven and everything with their, the ratings of prospects coming out of high school. I mean, there are so many things about it that are misused and misproperly understood that, that people they're misunderstood and people use them misproperly. I, why do I keep saying a word? That's not a word. Uh, but I think that people do misuse uh, those ratings coming out of high school and, and they don't quite, it's not fair to these prospects where it's like there's thousands of high school kids playing football, trying to jockey for a position among, as, as recruits. And these stars are so important and the way that they're perceived is so important. And that's how they're treated all through their college careers as draft prospects. And it goes into play so heavily. So to me, when it's like, well, yeah, well, he just didn't have a position coming out of high school, but he was a phenomenal. He was the best player in school and the best that they had ever seen. And he transformed programs and 
he was just learning wide receiver. To me, that's that's really important. So I do like that about Tutu Atwell as well. You know, I didn't I didn't know that about him prior to the Rams selecting him. Uh, it continues as a dual threat quarterback at will help Northwestern and a 10 year state title drought. What did I just say? I like winners at places that were not winning. I love that. And that's Tutu Atwell as a dual threat quarterback at will helped Northwestern and a 10 year state title drought in 2017 when he guided the bulls to their first championship since 2007, but few colleges knew what to make of him. He only had about a dozen scholarship offers and the court offers scholarship offers and the Cardinals were the one of only two teams from a power five conference to offer him. And, uh, and then they go, I don't want to say everything that he said. Uh, his first real first name is Chaterius but he uses his father's nickname and follows in his legacy as well. His father, uh, the elder Atwell, was a star receiver at Miami High and then racked up more than 2,500 receiving yards in his career with the Minnesota Golden Gophers, although he never played in the NFL. Uh, so there you go. You know, his uh, dad, a big player, uh, notable college wide receiver, uh, and Atwell. You know, it's interesting that he didn't start out there as a wide receiver given his dad's history. Uh, at the position, but you know, I think there's some good background there to get an idea of what Tutu Atwell really um, kind of brings outside of the physicality, which is what's going to be brought up the most. I think that's really unfair to Tutu Atwell. I think that's unfair to any prospect to you know focus on their size or their measurables. Obviously, the measurables like the speed is coming into play with the Rams drafting him, but we also know that the Rams have been pretty outspoken with the fact that they don't care about 40 yard dash time. They want to care about the speed and the game film on tape. And I think that's, you know, the four, three, two that he ran at his pro day is really just indicative of whatever I think Les Snead and, and Sean McVay were seeing on film because if he looked slow on film uh, you know, or if he looked like four, four, five on film uh, and he ran a four, three, two, I don't think that the Rams would have had him scout rated this highly. So um, I think that that's like the most important thing as opposed to, and, and the fact that he had versatility and the fact that he was, again, I just love guys that were at the place that wasn't winning and then they win. You know, so many guys coming out of Alabama or they're coming out of these powerhouse matter day high school programs. Uh, I like guys like that. That's why last year I thought Justin Herbert was a good quarterback prospect. I like guys that uh, really seem to love football and, uh, you know, were overlooked for reasons that are kind of stupid. Um, and I think that Tutu Atwell has been overlooked and under uh, rated maybe potentially for that reason. Again, doesn't mean necessarily mean that he's going to work out in the NFL. Everybody has to prove themselves. And we've seen a lot of these day two wide receivers, while some of them may become stars, uh, other ones have, uh, have gone completely the other way and uh, have practically no place in the NFL at this point. So I think that uh, Tutu Atwell is um, a guy that right off the bat is an impressive prospect uh, regardless of when the Rams drafted him at what place in the draft uh, regardless of all that stuff and, and you know again his pro day measurements 5'8 155 pounds 33 inch vertical 99 broad jump and an official 40 432 with a cone time of 687 and uh, 687 uh, is pretty fast it's not the fastest pretty fast his shuttle time 414 very fast very fast but uh, I just really think that 
off the top, you can't say that Tutu Atwell is a bad prospect. And uh, the Rams, whether they drafted him 57th or 88th, or, you know, it didn't get them. You know, I think that uh, uh, it is a, is a pick that makes a lot of sense based on the Matthew Stafford selection and what he could do for the Rams. So uh, that's it for this quick hit on uh, Tutu Atwell. I'll be around later to talk about the Rams' other selections in the 2021 draft.